Hi, welcome back to Critical Ditto, uh, the Pokemon role-playing podcast. I'm Stuart, I'm running the game. I'm Ali. I'm Kenny. I'm David, playing Theo. And I'm Tom, playing Brandy. Hello, punny, to you all. Oh. Previously on Critical Ditto. As you head towards the centre of town, you sort of notice there seems to be some kind of event going on. You see Tyler and Candy. And she seems to be holding some kind of pep rally. The best way you can help your town is to sign up with the Pokemon League, get your Pokemon trainer's license. Head over to the Pokemon Academy. Is there a limited number of train licenses you can give out then? Or? Whoever the judges feel deserves it. Professor Honey and her two aides, Aster and Junction. The only qualification you need is you need to have two Pokemon. The screen cuts out and then there's this text that says Team Helsing. And you see some footage of Kenny possessed by this dark aura. These supernatural monsters walk among us and are looking to bring about the very downfall of our pleasant lives. And out of the undergrowth comes a figure. We found him, Dad. And into the clearing, you see Drunfisk. Yeah, so let's jump into where we left off last time with um, a bit of a revelation that you're intrepid. Drum, that Drumfisk can Drum speak. Fist. Yeah, the Drum Drumfisk is, is cognitive. He has abilities to, to think and move. And he has followed you uh, with a currently unknown young female into the middle of the forest. We've got Theo and Brandy sleep now yes did kenny ever meet drumfisk i don't think no. so no so this is a complete stranger a complete stranger followed by another complete stranger yes in that case allow me to get into character <laughs> oh my god brandy is here wake up wake up we're under attack oh my god the stranger danger stranger danger okay yeah that sounds loud i think you guys wake up <laughs> and see drumfisk and We've just seen a Zangoose take a piss against a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Full on legs up, hand yeah. over, handcuffing. And accompanying him is a younger girl, mousy brown hair, thick plait, quite a square face, but soft features, rosy cheeks. What do you guys do? Can you enroll at Arbury on edge? Because he, they were on lookout and saw these two strangers approach. Okay. Uh, and especially after um, like the video. People, the video basically put her on guard. You're probably on edge, especially with the thing with the video and, uh, you know, all that oh stuff. Oh my god, it's like you can read my mind I, I can't I see you you're panicking you're, you're the woods it's night I get it this is freaky and look I don't uh, sorry uh, it just I didn't mean to come here at this time good to see you okay well I can understand the man perfectly but what the hell did you just say young lady it's not more bugs is it please tell me it's not more bugs no look we're approached by a terrifying old man who's Speaking very eloquently. Sorry, listen, my father is... He's not well. He has drinking problems. I know it's subtle, and I know maybe you haven't picked up on it, but he does struggle with the drink. But he insisted on coming here with me anyway. I'm sorry, I should introduce myself. I'm Gertie. I'm his daughter. Yes. Drunkfisk has a daughter! We saw the video at the rally, and my father identified that Kenny might well be the dark-haired, white-shirted person in the video. <laughs> me? Kenny is slowly unbuttoning his white shirt. <laughs> I don't want you to be afraid. We're not here to point fingers or to accuse you of anything. We understand. You're a supernatural, right? I have absolutely no idea. I'll, I'll cut to the chase. My sister was, a, is a supernatural. She has powers that we don't fully understand. No. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for the input. Surely David should be there. <laughs> yes, if someone wants to, like, occasionally Wait, be drunk. I'll, I'll, I'll take Thank that you. Thank you. 
We knew about it from an early age. She had powers relating to the weather. She could summon small storms. Sounds really cool. It would have been very useful on a farm, which I grew up on and could not do any of. Ain't that just the way of the world? <laughs> oh, well. It also sounds like it would have been very useful during a large storm that just tore apart your hometown <laughs> to summon or dispel storms in any way, shape or form. But that's just me, a priest of great knowledge. And that is just you. Yeah, that, yeah. Thanks, thanks for the input. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you too, sir. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she had weather powers. We didn't think anything of it. Until some people came to us, came to our house, claimed to be Team Mystic, saying, we've noticed your daughter, she's got supernatural powers, let us develop those powers a little, let us protect her from the people who mean supernaturals ill in this world. There are plenty of them. My father decided in his infinite wisdom that he could protect her himself. When pirates came, <laughs> and abducted my, my sister, he was powerless to stop them, weren't you, Dad? Oh, we tried. We, we, we have a limited supply of Pokemon. Neither of us are Pokemon trainers. We're, we're awful, but, I mean, Dad has caught a couple in the bay occasionally. We, we mainly just threw the Pokemon at the pirates. It didn't, it didn't work. To this day, Drunfisk throws things at the sea. Oh my god! We did. We saw him. We saw him. It's it's like his one thing that he does to feel better. Uh, we are witnessing Oscar worthy acting from David Lee, and no one can see it. It's such a shame. To this day, he feels so much guilt. I know he does. But they took they took my sister. We don't know what they're doing with her. Although pirates appearing in a radical. Supernatural seeming storm out of nowhere. It does seem odd. Yeah, listen, this team mystic, perhaps they did mean the best for my sister. I see you, Kenny. I don't want to out you or accuse you or anything. And if you are a supernatural, that's great. If you're not, I'm sorry I came this way, but I see the guilt in my father's face every day. I mean, he didn't used to be like this. It's ruined him. And he I... used to be a great orator, I remember. He used to make big speeches. He definitely came to my school, like, what was it, when I was this way? What, was, what, was, what were his speeches about, again? Uh, his speeches about the power of words and how to use them. And it's kind of sad to now to see what's happened. Yeah. Really. No offence. <laughs> but it feels like he now can't use any words. <laughs> apart, from drunk, apart from his own name. Oh, one day I oh think... Oh my God, he's become a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if maybe we got my sister back, he might return to some form of... Normality. When, when was she taken? A few months ago. Oh, so not long. Not long, long, but, you know, long enough for that to happen. She points oh, at Drumfisk. <laughs> <laughs> These supernatural people seem to be targeted, and I don't want anything to happen to an innocent person the same that happened to my sister. That's very kind of you. I now feel quite bad for shouting stranger danger several times. That's fine. I'd, I'd feel the same. I don't know much about this team mystic, but they seemed like decent people when they came to us. Dad drove them away, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they can help. I know it's a huge ask and I don't expect anything, but if, if anything can be done for my sister, maybe someone with supernatural powers can. I know it's not much and it's definitely not payment, but I do have these Pokemon that my dad has caught. I warn you now, they're not amazing. Maybe you can find a use for one of them. Interesting. Ali's perked up in a big way. <laughs> and yeah, she opens like a side satchel or something and gets at three dive balls. We're a poor family. Our, sh our shop was wrecked in the storm. I can't part with all three. If you want one, you can have it. What's joyful about this That's is he's bit. established that they are blue balls and is not telling us the Pokemon they're in there, thus giving us all blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny just goes, thank you, and just... Swipes, just takes swipes. one. Do you want to release it? Not yet. Not yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it doing? <laughs> what is it doing? Oh, it's 
<laughs> Even the Zangoose in the corner. He's like, <laughs> so, just in the bushes like, Zang, man, Zang, man, Zang. <laughs> yeah, this is very kind of you, but I, how would I know? She's your sister. What's her What's her name? Oh, her what name is, is Aliza. Aliza. Mm-hmm. A little like me. Um, is she older or younger? Any distinguishing features? She's a little younger. She's got darker hair than me. Close crop cut hairstyle. She liked... You know what? Jewellery, uh, piercings. Bow toys? Not uh, when I uh, was with her. Knowing you're here, take the Pokemon back. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Okay. We'll gladly um, help her. I don't know if I'll see her. Of but course. If, if I can, if we can. I have to tell you the truth. When I saw that video, I wanted to seek you out, but I was intimidated. I don't know what is going on with you. It looks scary, but you are a really lovely person, oh. Kenneth. <laughs> That's one of the first times I've been told that. That really. surprises me, but okay. Well, people tend to give me a bit of a berth, partly because of the terrifying thing that you said beforehand. My mom always told me I was very nice. Well, and she also wasn't scared of me, of course. I mean, Kenneth, take it from someone who doesn't have one. Usually good to listen to your mum. You part ways. Maybe there's like a handshake or something, depending if Kenneth likes handshakes. Kenneth prefers handshakes to almost any other social etiquette. Uh, like a far handshake, with yeah. arms fully outstretched. Yeah. Okay. And it is a very overzealous, it's almost like... Oh, so it's very up and down, mm-hmm. hugely up and down handshake. But then, as you finish that handshake, Bowtie hops in off his wing <laughs> and copies it in exactly the same way. Uh, I don't have a Pokemon, so I'll just give it a little finger. Is that cool? That's don't you dare! That is a Pokemon, you disgusting... Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Zangus in the back just going, yeah! <laughs> Zangus and Elekid need to hang out. <laughs> That's a spin-off, I thought. <laughs> yeah, so there's a slightly awkward leaving... Kenny's at home in awkwardness. What if, just before Drumfist goes, Drumfist puts a hand on your shoulder and just looks... Slightly more serious than he nice. would have done, and he doesn't even say anything, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then leaves. And Kenny just, just under his breath, just goes. Is there anything else you guys want to do with the night? I I have a question that I'd like to ask after that conversation that I yeah. think Theo would like to ask. And I, I hope that it's not like a negative Nancy question in the meta sense of the term. Okay. But I don't think we've heard of Team Mystic Yeah, before. I was going to ask that as well. Team Helsing hates supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. Team Mystic likes supernatural beings is the vibe I'm getting that's from the vibe. That's, yes. that's the dichotomy, I believe, of teams that we're getting. <laughs> Let's say one team wants to fill the world with... Land. And the other team wants to fill the world with water. It's, it's, <laughs> it's that kind of dynamic that we're going with. What I'll say about that is, as human beings are not aquatic mammals, is one of those teams needs to sort out their priorities. Yeah. Team Mystic, no, you, we haven't established them yeah. until now. But I think Theo has picked that up. I okay. noticed that there is a second team mentioned that is not the same as the one who posted the video. Gotcha. Um, because Theo is also interested as to that, considering that they belonged to a mystical ancient order. Yes. The fact that there seems to be a selection of supernatural <laughs> ancient orders suddenly emerging is probably of great interest. I would uh, say, well, that's, I think that's telling because I, d- I don't think 
Team Mystic has come up anywhere in historical sure. writing or anything yes. like that. Yes, quite. A yeah. modern a modern team, but one that is also closely aligned to what Theo already believes, aka an interest in supernatural yes. powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also sure. Theo has seen that mural on the wall of the room downstairs where there were other entities and mysterious agencies that have roles to play in whatever Theo's yeah. journey is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. even... I don't know if he even really questions it out loud. Another additional complication. To how, the... how about Theo storing this information, processing it, mm-hmm. think, thinking, Theo, that you're on your own, but you realise that Meditite is actually sort of like hovered up next to you? He's like your stenographer. <laughs> your psychic stenographer. <laughs> we were looking for a nickname for him. The psychic the stenographer. stenographer. Meditite, the psychic stenographer. Just rolls off the tongue. It's so Easy quick. to say, yeah. With all that in mind, is there anything else you want to do tonight before we sort of skip time Can skip he, uh, to next year? this dive ball in his hand uh-huh. unleashes in front of everyone or on your own yeah, on my own on your own okay uh, yeah. 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 well Bradley goes to bed in her bag there's an almost empty bottle of bug spray okay so let's cut to Kenny having taken 10 paces away from the little camp at like 4am um, can there be a little like little boggy pool somewhere yeah, there's a there's a there's a small muddy puddle. Yes, for you to release your. <laughs> and Kenny goes, ah, water. Please be magical. There's a flash of white light and yes, an orange flopping splash of a fish. No. Yes. Really? Yeah. With, with stupid mustache tendrils and a gaping mouth, starts flashing about in the puddle, just getting mud all in its eyes, all over you. Kenny starts crying. He's never seen anything more beautiful. <laughs> Kenny's got a magic carp. Kenny's got a, got a, got a magic carp. How Lovely. fitting. A muddy magic carp. Um, uh, which he immediately calls oh, moustache. Yeah. Moustache. So we've got bow tie and moustache. Building your own gentleman. <laughs> 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 cannot wait for Monica. <laughs> All right, let's skip ahead. Let's say, you, you know, you come to morning. Theo has been mm-hmm. jotting down a series of charts of teams and yeah. Pokemon and thoughts and strategies for a Sawaddle. And the forest beckons. Does anyone know where they're going or what you want to do next? We have to find yeah. the Trainer Academy in the forest. So you, know, Theo... you know what the three of us could do with right now? Someone or something in our party that maybe was from this forest or could even look up high and scour above the trees to try to find something. But I just have no idea. As Rowlet is po- poking me on the top of the head, trying to eat some eat some caterpillars that have fallen into my hair. Brandy checks her hair. Which Everyone else is to totally play? clean. <laughs> <laughs> How has that happened, Kenny? <laughs> That was that's Ali's idea mm. of how we could potentially mm. help us. Let's yep. go with it. Kenny maybe look Ali, look yeah. up at the two of you two staring. Oh my god, the bow tie, of course! <laughs> Thanks, no. Kenny, that'd be a really good idea. Great. Okay, so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna use basically ask your bow tie to go yes. scout. Um, bow tie buddy, we don't really know where we're going. And I think you might be of really good help here. Do you no, have you ever seen something in this forest like the buildings at the town? Maybe you could fly up above the trees a little bit and try okay. to find something. Bowtie gives you the impression that doesn't know exactly where stuff is in the forest, but he's very happy and willing to kind of try and help for you and Great. want to fly up. So it sounds to me like you're trying to extend your senses. It's mm-hmm. almost unleashing a power, yeah. like a Pokemon-specific power. So, it sounds, mm. so I think you should roll plus exploratory. Here we go. Oh, that... <laughs> Stuart Clark is a 14. <laughs> double sixes. I Goodness. think that's the first one. Gracious. First double six. Me. Okay. Could we have some fun with this? Tell no. Talk no, about. this is not a fun no, podcast. Very it's serious, not. very <laughs> serious situation. It's the most serious of all podcasts. So, nope. Bowtie scoots among the trees. Goes out of Kenny's sight. <laughs> Kenny closes his eyes uh-huh, uh-huh. and sees above the trees through Rowlet. So, suddenly Kenny's flying. 
Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> you still in your body? I think I go very neutral. I think I stand. I don't think yeah. I flop to yeah. the ground. Kenny, you see above the trees, you're flying around. There's some Taylor, baby Taylor, who's <laughs> still looking for their mum. <laughs> but yeah, you're flying up. You see Wingle above you as well. It's unlike anything I think you've ever experienced in your life. It's flight. You are experiencing flight. I can show you. <laughs> and yeah, you get it. I mean, you've hit 14, mate. You get a great view. I suppose as well, you get the first view of the Pokemon Academy. It's in a giant tree. Massive tree that maybe is part natural, part configured with a bit of tech, a branch with pod on top of it, different biomes in the pods. Sticking out from the rest of the trees, it's fairly clear that that's the biggest landmark around here. Great. I guess Rowlet then descends. Mm -hmm. As Rowlet, you see Rowlet flying slowly towards you. And so it's almost as soon as you make eye contact with yourself, yeah. then I'm making yeah. eye contact with Rowlet. You couldn't even tell when that happened. Suddenly I was looking at me and now I'm looking at Rowlet. Yeah. I convey that, what I saw to you guys. Kenny, guess way. takes the lead? I guess so, yeah. Okay, fab. I whisper to Theo, do you have any idea what just happened with Kenny there? <laughs> Damn, I kind of love it. I feel like there's a lot of weird stuff about him that like these powers are so general and weird. I don't understand. I'm a little bit scared if I'm honest with you, Theo. All I'm really concerned with at the moment is with so many other entities trying to use supernatural powers, we're a lot safer with somebody like him around. Yeah, I guess. I'm just slightly worried. Maybe I should be learning magic, if I'm honest. Because I feel like that's what I might need to survive this. It's all right. Baneri, you'll protect me with your ears, right? Baneri then goes, <coughs> but then walks into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, let's say you're walking through the forest for like 45 minutes. You reach a clearing. This clearing has come out of absolutely nowhere. It seems like maybe someone's tampered with this place. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you want to do? Do we all feel that it's creepy? It's not creepy, it's just odd. Odd. Well, I suppose I want to know why it's odd then. Mm. Okay, well, do you, it sounds to me like you're trying to assess the situation. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so, so Kenny stops us. Do you guys feel something? Weirdly, I do. All right, hold on a minute, and Brandy takes a rock, and I casually toss it into the middle of this. I just want to see what happens when, like, a noise is made in the middle or something goes All in. Right. I feel like something will happen if I enter the middle of this, but... Mm. Okay, roll plus calculating. Roll minus calculating. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Ten. Minus one, so nine. nine. Okay, so you get to ask one question. Uh, I'm gonna ask, what here is the biggest threat? What here is the biggest threat? Just in case we wanna do it out of camera, I don't know. <laughs> so your rock goes into the clearing. And I think what happens is it kind of rolls a little bit and then stops when it seemingly had more momentum to go. And it's almost like this very invisible string vibrates a little bit, maybe a bit of, maybe some leaf foliage falls off um, and it leads your vision up into a tree to your left and I think you see trying very 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 hard to hide three children all dressed as one is one is dressed as a beedrill one is dressed as a butterfree and one is dressed as a vivian and they're just they're trying very hard to just hide and they each have a pokeball on their belt that was probably your biggest threat 
That's our biggest That's threat. That's your biggest threat. We are alright. We uh, have some in, super nerdy <laughs> bug catchers on our hands. In that case, we casually stroll across the forest uh, and don't care. So let's let's go back on that. So you see you see the three characters, and just where the strings start vibrating, and this big net goes up into the air, but with nothing in it. Well, we are dealing with three Macaulay Culkins. Um, and <laughs> the three the three kids rappel down and like charge at the the net, only to see it's empty. Dangerous that is! I could have walked into that net! Yeah, well, there was a point, wasn't it? Oh, I know you, Larry, from, from down the road! Yeah, it's Larry from down the road! Down the road? I thought oh. you were obsessed with those scatterbugs! Yeah, oh my God, the and. Two of them. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, uh, yeah, well, I'm here too! Don't forget about me! Darius! Darius, yeah! And me, Macaulay. These voices are definitely not interchangeable at all. <laughs> we are going to forget which voice is which. Oh, well, I'm definitely Darius. Yeah, Macaulay, okay, definitely Darius. Darius. Okay. And are they all boys? Maybe girl? this is like a tomboy? That's Macaulay. That's Macaulay, yeah, okay. Macaulay's a tomboy. Macaulay is dressed as the Beedrill. Darius is the Vivian. Larry is the Butterfree. Is it Vivian? Yeah, I'm enjoying Stuart's French pronunciation <laughs> of how that works. Vivian? <laughs> Vivian? Vivian? Oui? Vivillon. Parce que le Vivillon. 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 That's good, that's what you said first. Vi- Vivillon. I think they just rush you, Brandy, with their Pokeballs. Randy, don't worry, I'll save you. And I throw a magic on. Yay! <laughs> As they release their Pokeballs, they're like, well, if you're in the academy, we're going to soften you up first. We don't need more competition. Ah, uh, classic. Ah. Engaging battle banter. And these guys are also going to the academy. How old are they? Can we really just young. all three of these? They're like uh, seven. Have eight. a hat and a net, right? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Bug catchers, but they think they're bug aces. But they're about to learn a harsh lesson. Okay, so I think, this we're, I think we're going to go into battle. Theo, are you kind of hanging back? I think Theo has been has been roughed around a few too many times by an elicit and then a swaddle yeah. in the space of the last couple of episodes. And it's just like, you know what? I am literally a trainer strategy <laughs> academic. <laughs> and I haven't been able to beat an insect. So these kids, it is on. It's on. It is on like Vivian. And then we go to about that. Who's that Pokemon? Hello, everybody. Welcome to a critical ditto midsection from the future. That's right, it's Stuart, the GM. Coming to you from June 2022, talking to you as I am remastering these old Frenzy Plant episodes. And I listened to the audio for this midsection, which was somehow worse than the audio for the rest of the episode, if you can believe that. So I've decided to re-record myself just kind of giving you an idea of what was in this midsection, and indeed giving you a little glimpse into the future of the podcast as well. This was, by the sounds of it, the start of our journey into creating Pocket Monster of the Week, which is the hack of Monster of the Week, a tabletop RPG by Michael Sands, that we, throughout the next few episodes, arcs, becomes Pocket Monster of the Week, our own Powered by the Apocalypse system for the Pokemon world. You can find the most recent version of this if you go to our Twitter, at Critical Ditto, you can go to our website or our Discord and find it very easily there. But here is the kind of genesis. This particular midsection was about us moving away from the Pokemon Journeys qualities and into a more Powered by the Apocalypse, Simple World qualities. It's moved on since then in the current version of the podcast, but I'll let you get to that when you get there. We're still using Pokemon Showdown to do the battles at this point in the podcast of Frenzy Plant, which you will hear later on in the episode with the bug catchers. Looking back on it, I still love that. I still love the Pokemon Showdown battles that we did. Very glad that we did move on to Pocket Monster of the Week eventually, as the Showdown obviously didn't allow us to do anything other than one-on-one singles battles. 
but for what they serve in our podcast for these early episodes, they're great fun. I really hope you're enjoying these remastered early episodes. I really enjoyed going back and revisiting them and adding the kind of soundscaping and extra bits of music and just tidying, cutting the bits that normally we'd cut nowadays that maybe we left in before. It's been a real nostalgia trip, but it's also really nice to go back and give these early episodes some love. Not many podcasts kind of ask you to go back to their inception to get the full sense of the story. Narrative podcasts, tabletop podcasts, especially with long campaigns like ours, are quite unique in that respect. So it's really important that we give listeners as smooth a journey as we can through the times when maybe we didn't know as much what we were doing, (laughs) we maybe didn't check for levels, we maybe didn't have any kind of audio feedback. So hopefully by bringing a 2022 sensibility to these 2019 episodes, it really marries the podcast together and gives it some continuity that you'll hopefully enjoy. We're currently recording season four of the podcast, and we are still looking for listener suggestions in terms of midsection characters, locations, items. So if you are a new listener and you want to submit something for these midsections in the future, please, please do submit to criticalditto at gmail.com or direct message us on Twitter, Instagram, any of our socials. I will warn you, the queue is quite long now, but if you want to jump straight to the front of that queue and get your character in early on in season four, you can do that by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash critical ditto, and joining there at the champion level tier. One of the perks there is that your midsection suggestion goes straight to the front of the queue, priority access. There's also so much bonus content there now, which obviously didn't exist back in 2019 whenever we released this episode. If you go on there now, we've got bonus campaigns, we've got one-shots, we've got discussions with patrons, we've got Mechanickets talking about the creation of our aforementioned Pocket Monster of the Week game. There is a glut of content for you to enjoy if you're looking for that extra critical ditto hit. And finally, I just want to plug our Discord community, which also probably didn't exist back then. If you go to our Twitter, or I think even in the episode notes for this episode, there will be a link to our Discord where you can join and join the community. Come chat about the episodes. If you're a new listener, come and tell us about your impressions of these early arcs. People love going back and talking about the old episodes. So come join in, join the discussion, and make some new friends. Right, I'm going to duck out. Thanks for indulging me. Hope you enjoyed the new mechanics and seeing the game develop even more. So this is just got to hop back into the time machine, fiddle with a couple of knobs and dials, and uh, I guess, hopefully, I'll see you again when you catch up for season four. Now, how did how did that did, how did that work? Was this was this backwards or forwards? Oh, Who's that Pokemon? It's magical. Okay, so Larry, the butterfree bug catcher, chucks out a single Pokeball uh, with a Caterpie in it that emerges and just squiggles on the grass a little bit. What do you do? Brandy looks down at Beniri, Wimpy, uh, and then also looks at the Pokeball in her hand of the uh, gross scorpion sheep. She just throws up a bit in her mouth and she just puts the Pokeball away and sends out Wimpy. <laughs> Beniri runs in with the ears actually grabs the Caterpie by the tail. The ears pick up the Caterpie and just pound it on the ground. Oh, that's quite brutally. Wimpy's like, oh yeah, I feel like I can take this. As you're pounding the Caterpie on the floor, the Caterpie has started putting some string down maybe Wimpy's arm, slowing those movements of the pound until it has to release. The speed is halved. 
as it gets hit by a sh string shot. So this time, because Wimpy's a little bit slower, uh, the Caterpie actually sees a little opening and using his tiny little yellow legs, leaps up, connects with Wimpy's jaw, but it doesn't even move Wimpy's face. It's such a minimal <laughs> amount of damage. How does Wimpy respond? Wimpy responds with a small smirk, a glint in the eye, an anime glint in the eye. The ears pick up the Caterpie again and like a hammer throw, swing the Caterpie round and round, got X's on the eyes even before, <laughs> just throws it into the arms of Larry. It's Larry hard. Oh no, no Cappy, oh, what have you done? Go, Metapod! And he releases a Metapod, which literally just sits on the ground and gets really hard. <laughs> oh. oh my. <laughs> Larry, Larry, Larry. This is what you get when you mess with something you don't understand. What? Wimpy, pound it! Man, your, your tactics are deep, Randy. <laughs> I can't compete with your strategic thinking. <laughs> so, so Wimpy pounds this Metapod. Metapod just moves backwards, but seems fairly, like, solid still. Alright, shall we just keep doing this? <laughs> yes. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, for your, for your benefit, we are now playing this battle out. And Metapod's using Harden a lot, <laughs> and Wimpy's using Pound a lot. Kenny, Kenny is wrapped. Should we do it? I just want to go, Wimpy, Pound! Are you serious? I'm serious, Wimpy, Pound! All right, Metapod, Harden! Wimpy, Pound! Nothing can penetrate his defenses. Wimpy, Pound again! No, I'll Harden again! Pound one more time! <laughs> <laughs> I can't be beaten! Where are we right now? Oh, it's Poundland! <laughs> oh no, Metapod's defense won't go any higher! I'm stuck, I'm out of ideas! <laughs> the oh, no. uh, eventually, Metapod starts moving backwards and just starts succumbing under this endless ear bashing. Uh, and eventually, the dust clears and you see a. Oh my god! And you see a Metapod with exy eyes. I, I genuinely thought it was unbeatable. What have you done? A Metapod! Alright Larry, don't get that upset about it. I mean, you, you challenged me here, now I feel like the bad guy. Yeah, alright, alright, fair enough, yeah. Man, I've got so much to learn. Maybe I'm not ready for the academy. Oh. Larry, all I'm saying is, look at me. What? I'm 21 years old, and I'm only now... You're 21? Uh, alright, don't... <laughs> You're like at least 40. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's the baggy grey clothing, I don't know. Okay, well, thanks very much Larry. I was about to impart some wisdom, but instead I'm just going to say, You're not ready, piss off out of the forest. Alright, bye. Larry just trudges <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Let's cut to Kenny, who is facing Macaulay. Yeah, yeah Macaulay. Macaulay the tomboy. <laughs> so... I'll take on the girl. What? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing. Huh? I'm, I'm very woke. Oh, you think you think you think I'm I'm, I'm weaker? Cause I'm a girl? Is that it? Yeah, Kenny, that's really out of order, mate. If I'm honest. No, I'm it's fine. Do you know what? Do you know what, Brandy? I face this all the time. I I I face this all the time. And you know what? I'm ready to batter you. Let's go. See what happened. <laughs> I gave up on gender years ago, mate. <laughs> Macaulay sends out Pokeball flying, as you would probably expect from her beadle costume, her Kakuna. Emerges. Great. Strong, intimidating Pokemon to come out and defend So Kenny doesn't know what this Pokemon is or what it does. Mustache! Corp! Do something! Corp! Mustache does something by which I think still caked in a bit of dried mud. Oh my god, it's so majestic. <laughs> Just splashes around on the ground. Kenny thinks it's dancing. Wow, wow, you thought you could beat me. Never said that. Wow. Please rewind the podcast and find where Kenny said those words. At no point did I ever mean I defeat this girl. I'm actually quite intimidated, but all the women I've met in this world are very competent. Oh, you should be, and Kakuna, poison sting. 
coconut. <laughs> little barb straight into Mustache's like gaping mouth. <laughs> Mustache seems kind of unfazed by it. Brandy whispers to Theo. So that that move Magic Carp just did that raised its attack or that, that lowered. I really need you to stop being so optimistic about what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing here is raising anything. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. But uh, Magikarp is just flopping nearer, 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 mm-hmm. and ends up flopping on top of it with a tackle. Okay, great. Kakuna just readies a little spine <laughs> on top of its head, which uh, Mustache lands on, delivering another poison sing to very little effect. <laughs> and you do a little bit of damage. You can see Kakuna knocks off kilter, but like a sort of weeble wobbles back. Mustache, flop. Moustache is confused by flop, doesn't know what this word means, so actually spins around to try to face towards Kenny like Coral, but in doing so, smacks it tail. slap, tail. lovely. Tackle, I just need to clarify. Yeah. Aqua tail, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tail slap sends Kakuna flying back. A serious distance this time, mate cracks onto one of the rocks. We are not going down this easy. Ready your best poison sting ever, Kakuna, and just fire it into that stupid floppy fish. <laughs> How dare you! Theo, give me, give, me, give me a Pokemon move that this thing has. <sighs> Tackle. Tackle! <laughs> what gives Mustache the motivation to hit this with a critical hit? Mustache, I loved your floppy dancing almost as much as I love your moustache. But don't let this, this poison seep through you. Instead, feel, feel the love emanating from your pal Kenny and finish this thing. Cool! Mustache gets his mouth around the cocooner. Cool! And then maybe like flops backwards and accidentally does like a Ooh. sort of pile driver. That thing. A suplex? A suplex. A suplex. Yes. Thank you. I, I didn't say it. I shouldn't have said it questionably. I know it's a suplex. It's a suplex. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it for very bit, way too many years. <laughs> Macaulay, irritated, retrieves Kakuna and also trudges off to the forest being like, I'll show you one day, Kenny. I forget she ever existed as I go up and hug this beautiful ugly fish. Carp, 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 carp. Oh, apparently I'm mimicking it now. <laughs> carp, carp, yes, carp, 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 carp. Let's go to Theo, who is going to face Darius. What is Darius? Who is dressed as? A Vivalon. And Theo is, is incredibly uh, smug about what's about to happen and has seen the pattern. Theo sends out Meditite, no question. Just points down, just clicks fingers, points. Meditite leaps in. Both of them looking really, really arrogant about this. <laughs> They're like, oh, if we don't know bug creatures better than anything, we have been on plenty of field trips, plenty of bug spray. We've seen them all. Yeah. We are fine. Okay. I turn around and turn to, to Brandy and, and Kenny, and I'm just like, what's a real master at work? Okay. Darius says, um, kind of embarrassed to send my Pokemon out, but... It's the only thing I've found, and I'm, I'm terrible at catching Pokemon. I, I found this one. Go Kabuto. Oh god! <laughs> Just Kabuto. Well, that's clearly a bug. It's yeah, right. I mean, I think it's a bug. I don't know. What's it called? Cabbage. Cabbage. <laughs> yeah, it's cabbage. <laughs> what is Theo's reaction to the pattern being broken? I think one Theo, a literal researcher into ancient and academic Pokemon history. <laughs> has just had a little bit of a heart palpitation seeing something that they have looked in books for many, many moons and seen appear. And the second response is, ah, oh, ducklet. We still think you can do it, Theo. What does Theo and Meditite open with? The old Meditite tradition of starting with Abide. Okay. There's sort of a, there's a strengthening of the body and the aura around Meditite yeah. as they go into a little lotus pose. Okay, in response to the, the waiting Bide, Kabuto uses an Aqua Jet, which I don't even know if Darius kind of orders Kabuto to, 
but just suddenly there's this quick blast of physical water energy that hits into uh, Metatite's aura. What does it look like when Metatite absorbs some by move. If you imagine that there is sort of a wall of lilac-y energy hanging around this Meditite, yeah. there's kind of a moment in which the attack hits it and the wall kind of ripples as if yeah. it's sort of a, a vertical sheet of water. Meditite's allowed to unleash energy. What does yes. it look like? Meditite's wall of energy disperses and it almost seems as if the move has just gone off oh, and yeah. nothing's going to happen. Okay. And everyone's a bit like, oh, again, <laughs> the strategician has managed to ruin this. And then Meditite's hands go forward and in an exact replica of the Aquajet bolt of blue, there is a bolt of kind of lavender energy that shoots out from yeah. the hands. And connects with Cabbage the Kabuto, does a lot of damage, mm. like sends this Kabuto flying backwards, but battered and bruised, it's not down. Clinging on with a tiny sliver of red health, this Kabuto is able to respond with another Aqua Jet, and this time, instead of firing a little bolt, catches Metasite off guard by actually going in physically moves so quickly that a little bit of water starts appearing on the head of Pluto and connects with Meditite. He rides it like a wave. Surfing that little aqua jet, mm. and it's a big hit mm. for Meditite. So Meditite is in a tough spot. Theo in their head has a calculation that goes very quickly, which is um, aqua jet is a priority move. It's speedy. Mm -hmm. And even though Meditite has Endure, which would allow it to survive another turn, that's purely a showing of face <laughs> rather than an actual, than an actual strategy because okay. everything it has is going to be slower than Kabuto. Meditite's strength is stenography, I think we've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Sheer mental recall. I think the difficult thing with Theo's love of Pokemon is that Theo has chosen Pokemon with a weird selection of moves in the hope that that's going to be very diverse and very helpful. And actually, in the Pokemon world, at this level, there's a series of tackles until one faint. It's actually not which, a strategy. Which trick. you've just witnessed both Brandy and Kenny achieve. Succeed really well. Pound and tackle wins. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, my incredibly deft strategy <laughs> has purely led to my long-term Pokemon partner being in the red. I can't face this again. And so knowing that there is a swaddle in the wings and wanting to show the diversity of Theo's ability as a Pokemon trainer, Theo goes, well, I think it's time I show what I can do with a new capture as well as my old favourite okay. in a vacant attempt at pride. So as a debut for Swaddle who comes oh. out into this Kabuto going in for the for the finishing move just a, a classic scratch mm. against the Metatite thinking with the defence low the speed higher easy finish off and so Swaddle takes this hit out of the little Pokeball so so what happens with Swaddle? Um, Theo has a moment of knowing how crafty this Swaddle is. They saw it when they were fighting them earlier and goes, oh, think of the things I could do with that swagger. And then realizes, <laughs> realizes how terribly this is going so far. <laughs> and just goes, Swaddle, tackle. <laughs> oh man, that hurts, Theo. Oh, Theo, you're as good at this as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Meditite and Theo both just have that sort of like series of blue lines. Blue lines. Yeah, and the doom, like, like, oh. <laughs> Although Kabuto's speed is raised, so manages to get a second scratch in on Swaddle. Doesn't seem to do that much damage. Swaddle actually quite hardy with physical defense. And the, the tackle is not that effective on Kabuto's hard, rocky shell, but you're able to pound through enough and send the Kabuto flying down into a fainted state. And you win the battle.
Darius returns. Cabbage could be always like, oh, all right. all right. Right, time to go home to my archaeologist's parents, <laughs> I guess. He's like, can I, can I take your number? Wait. He's like, can I trade? Can I trade? I mean, Darius might be up for a trade. Oh, I'm into that. Roll plus persuasive. Okay. What do you say? What do you say to, the, to Darius? Theo, no, seeing clearly that Darius has no idea yeah. the value or skill of this, of this ancient and majestic Pokemon, <laughs> says... You want to be a Pokemon trainer. You, you want to go to the academy just as much as I do. Well, yeah. And I have a Pokemon that beat yours. And you have a Pokemon that, that lost to mine. So it would make sense if you want to be a, a, a good Pokemon trainer to take the strongest Pokemon available. And what I have here is... is and let, let me tell you this. I'm... I'm clearly very good at, at this. You know what I mean? I'm, you may notice I'm a member of the church. And as a result, I didn't just catch... A swaddle, Darius. I caught, and I don't know if you know what this means, but I caught a swaddle with uh, max, max everything, max stats, max IPs, max. These are things we talk about in the church, just in terms of Pokemon strategy. But this is this is maybe the greatest swaddle that's ever been seen. Yeah, wow. it's perfectly primed for a for a future Pokemon trainer. Roll. Just count on its own, but no big deal. What is it? 6-6. Six, six. Plus... He, I mean, it's just like he's just raptured in your presence. <laughs> Darius just goes, do you know what? This ain't right for me anyway. Have cabbage. I don't need your Pokemon. Just have cabbage. You're a better trainer than me. I accept it. And if I'm going to be a real Pokemon trainer, I need to catch my own, not steal my dad's. So... <laughs> Give me the Oh, such my. a good roll. Uh, yeah. That's insane. So, what what ball is Cabbage the Cabbage to in? A premier? Can it, also, can it be a premier ball? But it's got it's got an inscription on the back that says to Xavier and your great work. The culmination of thirty years. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. Because yeah. I also say one request though. Sure. Keep the cabbage as a nickname. I can say I will, yeah. Thank you for your service to the faith. Great. I think we'll uh, we'll end that scene there. That scene. You've got a, you've got a Kabuto now. I've got a Kabuto. I'm really yeah. I'm over the moon about that. Pray. <laughs> so after your experience battling in the forest, I think you make it through the rest of the forest fairly easily. Mm. Um, I think this is quite fun. I think what you do here as you're going along is like elsewhere you hear the sound of like a bit of fire, people shouting, people in like mild distress. Yeah. As you... going, well, let's avoid those. Let's <laughs> yeah. not help those people. Exactly. <laughs> well, unless any, any of you want to react to them. No. 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 <laughs> God, no. You sort of plough on to the edge of the forest, opening up into the Pokemon Academy proper. It's part gnarled, many ringed tree, and it's part one of the most technological things you've ever seen. Organic matter and this technological bits and bobs merge so sort of seamlessly. And you see few people walking out of the forest, heading towards that entrance, looking pretty, pretty beaten up, pretty battered, some clothes torn. A limp. A limp, exactly, yeah. Heading towards this door. What do you guys want to do? I'm gonna assume this is it, unless there's another tree. Frankly, I'm impressed you managed to find it, even though you had clearly seen it in the form of whatever strange power you had. I'm still impressed. <laughs> still yeah, me impressed. too, actually. I, I, I actually didn't think we'd get here, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of us, if I'm honest. Not, not that I don't have faith in us. I don't have any faith in yeah, us. Uh, yeah, that's, you've made that clear. Actually, yeah, we did well. I think we can take this as a positive, growing experience for us all. Now, let's go to the inside 
away from all the freaky bugs. Friends, going to school, Pokemon Academy School. Okay, I, I think we need to leave Kenny now. I think, I think I may have overstepped the bounds immediately by suggesting that I was feeling positive in any way because that, I'm now on Theo's side. <laughs> And we all march. Okay, yeah. You march into these quite grand doors. Mm. These are not technological. I feel like these were. Can like... they not be two massive rooms? Yes. Like... Yeah, they're not. They're, they're entirely biological. Yeah. That people have either used to shape or just grew that way. Can there be a Sidawudu in front of the door, shaking, and us being like, "What's this?" And then the Sidawudu goes, oh, "I'm just kidding. Come in." And he moves out of the way. <laughs> And he just opens the door. Just, yeah. The doorman. Beckons you in. I suppose you're in the stump of the tree. High vaulted ceiling. As as we said, lots of lots of roots and vines and stuff that seem to have be buttresses holding stuff up. Around the walls are paintings, portraits of Pokemon League champions past oh, and present. Yeah. And you see them all, all of the greats. Arabella Storm. Arabella Storm? <laughs> Don't know why, that feels like I've made up a porn star. Okay, quick Pokemon champion name. Aloysius Constable. Ooh. Aloysius Constable. Lizette Holmes. Lizette Holmes. Ooh. Boromir. Draw. <laughs> never wins, never loses. <laughs> <laughs> he would never go for a win. He would always wait till everyone was out of PP. Everybody else has gave up, everyone has surrendered. Yeah. People used to call him Boromir. Daisy Croak. Daisy Croak. Cool, so yes, you see these portraits of. Pokemon League champions, past and present. There's an empty slot after Gary as well that maybe they've cleared because they're like, is he coming back? But I think that's definitely a point about a lot of people wanting to join up now as well. Yes, of course, there's people who want to get the license from Surflow to help the town. But I think there's a lot of people, also maybe not even from Surflow, who have just come to the academy knowing mm. it gives out licenses because they know that the so Pokemon League slots is unseated at the moment. Yeah, there is no one there. Fast. Indeed. Yeah, I probably won't fill it before I get my eight badges. <laughs> <laughs> so you are in this in this holding area. I think there's a central column to the tree made of wood, a lift built into it. You would assume would lift take you up into other sections of the tree. But right now you're just in this holding waiting room area. Just to one end near the desk is a old wooden sign. It's sort of faded, the words are faded, but what you can see in is it it says trainer tips. And then you can sort of, can't really make out what it says, and there's a small plaque underneath it to say, this was uh, the first ever trainer tip sign that existed in the region, and we've preserved it here. The original nice. one was, do your best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're in here, and there's, there's a sizable group of people with you. There's some faces that you recognise, some that you don't. I kind of think Brandy just wants to sit down. There's a seat that's that's like a flower. Yeah. I think it looks really real, but it's actually a seat. She tests it, she's like, oh, thank God. Right. And just sort of sits on it, because she didn't get much sleep. Uh, is there like a reception desk or...? Yeah, there'll be a reception desk. Do you want to go up to the reception desk? Can you go up to the reception desk? I think Theo will follow to the reception desk. Okay, so let's go to the, let's go to the reception Let desk. me know what they say! No! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the reception desk is a man dressed in white coat, glasses. So blonde, browny blonde hair, covering one eye. And he's got an badge which says Aid Junction. Hello! I would like to um, win the Pokemon League, please. <laughs> going to pause a minute. <laughs> a for that and B, we're going to need to give him, a, give him sort of a voice, a cadence. Hello. What did you say? <laughs> Literally has gone out of my head. Oh, sorry. I said I would like to um, win the Pokemon League, please. Oh, you would. 
That's nice. Well, you're in the right place to do that. Great! I mean, you're in the right place... To win the Pokemon League. But you're at the start line, and the finish line lies ahead. Yes. Has anyone ever said that you remind them of a slowpoke? Yes, they have, on occasion. And is there a Mrs. Junction? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Being candid, I'm not actually Aid Junction. No, I am Calico. Unfortunately, Aid Junction not available for the Academy tests today. But I'm sure he wishes you all well. So what do we do if we want to get our licenses? Attend the examinations here. You're in the right place. In fact, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised to find out that you... And he's just about to say something when the lift doors open. Two women walk out. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) One with a vibrant, bouncy red head of curls. And like, she's got a tiny little yellow top hat. And she's also wearing, she's wearing a lab coat, but hers is like personalized. And she's got her actual name tag. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, It says Professor Honey. Big blue eyes, just a real sunny disposition. And then next to her is another person in a lab coat. This is a woman, brown hair, long, straight flat triangular glasses a small mouth tight lips body language arms close to the chest all the screens immediately turn to like uh, the pokemon league yeah. logo light yeah lights dim and there's the start too high <laughs> I suppose, yes, they appear on the screen. Their voice is amplified. <laughs> Welcome to the magical world of Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is eight episodes too late. <laughs> I'm going to, I think, Professor Honey, I'm, I'm feeling like a Southern American accent. Oh, like, nice. Warm, yeah. Professor like, Honey. <laughs> Professor Honey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Academy. Um, my name is Professor Honey. This is my lovely aide, Aster. Um, I kind of feel like there's, there's, there's maybe a relationship going on there but one that maybe Professor Honey is like way more PDA and Aidaster is like, no, 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 absolutely not. And maybe she like goes for like, you know, the eight, squeezes on the shoulder and she's like, no, not here, not here. No, 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 we're, we're professional right now. And, oh, and also joining us today, we have a lovely aid. It would be Junction, but um, sadly not, not here today. We have Calico, uh, brilliant. Mr. Calico, who's come at short notice, so everyone give him a lovely welcome as well. Speech! Oh, no, thank you, but I appreciate. Thank you. 
Such a sexy voice. <laughs> Thank you. People are properly like gathering around as well. Yeah, no, everyone. of course. Everybody come gather around, come listen in. Yes, wow. I have never seen so many youthful, fresh-faced, to a, to a point, to a point, you know, youthful in spirit. Brandy, Brandy and Theo awkwardly like, oh. I can't tell you enough how, how much it pleases me, thrills me that uh, that you're all here today. Come join the Pokemon League and get your licenses. And you uh, you will be happy to know your first task is already complete. Their survival task has already been achieved simply by getting here. You got through the forest of danger and... You see a few people in the crowd like, oh, yeah, yeah, really. Oh, that was brutal. Well, the person is quite singed. Looks around and is like, I feel like I had the hardest time. <laughs> There's somebody with a weeping bell stuck over their face just like snow clapping at the front. You've all already completed, well, I mean, not the hardest part, but uh, but a significant chunk. You're already on your way. Well done, everybody. You first badge. Running in her head thinks... They kill some people out there. <laughs> There's a reason you're here, and that's because you are strong. And you are out here to achieve something. Just like I have come here to achieve something. I've been here for five years trying to study weather-based effects in Pokemon, and I still haven't made a breakthrough. But that's okay. That's all right. All right, so who's who's excited? Who's here with me? Oh, I'm so excited. This, this, see, this young, who's, what's your name? You come up here. Come up here, you. What's your name? Uh, my name's Kenny. All right, so this is Kenny, everybody. And what's your story, Kenny? Oh, God. Well... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kenny, just quick answers here. Read the vibe. Read the vibe, Kenny. Um, I'm here with my friends... Brandy and Theo. Oh, you have friends out here. Oh, you're a little trio. Yes. Yeah, I would. That's so nice. Easy things to say. That's so nice. So you, you're his, you're his guardians. Oh. Well. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. We, we're, we may be a bit older, but we are also here to get our licenses as well, Professor Honey. Oh, well, that's the next next part of the assessment. Is a little bit of combat, nothing too scary, all right? You know, we send you up to one of the biomes above, you have a little fight. But for now, just want everyone to go through to the, the downtime zone. The lights go completely black. Spotlight then on Professor Honey, who then rises up like the floor, like a root rises up yes. in the village. She's got a, I feel like she's got a flair for the drama. Maybe she has like a carnivine that like adds some vines into the thing. Like, carnivine! Yep, love it. <laughs> That's what Professor Honey says, but what does Pokemon do? Okay, so yes, she rises up. Your very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. Let's go! And then there's, there's an awkward moment where the lights just come back to normal. She's up there and we all just file slowly through <laughs> into the cafeteria. Like, there's sort of a small clap from people. She's sort of hanging like a Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> from out of her carnivine. Uh, like, everybody go through! Just keep moving! Aster! Adventurers are on their way into Pokemon School. What? 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 Who? Who's this imposter? This isn't Tom. No. 
It's me, it's Ali, doing the outro this week. I know, what a surprise. This is when we let you behind the curtain and reveal that actually Tom's been taking the credit for all of my hard work. I've been doing everything and he's just done the outros and, and sometimes the midsections and sometimes all the other episodes. Nah, I'm just kidding, he's cool. He doesn't rule over us like some benevolent dictator. We've sort of been splitting it between us. Sometimes I do it, sometimes Tom does it, but I've never taken my microphone home before, so I haven't been able to do an outro, which is why Tom's done all of them, including teaching me how to audio edit. So if you ever have a problem with those, still Tom's fault, even if I did it. I hope you're enjoying uh, where the podcast's going. We're having a lot of fun doing it, and I hope that the slight change to the, the way we're playing the game, wasn't too confusing. Seems to work with us. We hope you follow along. To be honest, just like listen to the story. Just ignore the bit where we roll everything. It's just load numbers anyway. I'd like to thank the following people, uh, the creators of Pokemon Journeys and PokemonTabletop.com. We love playing this game. So thank you very much. Uh, and also people on the Discord server that helps you out sometimes. Um, I'd like to thank the people that we get our music from, both Glitch X City, find her on YouTube, um, and of course Braxton Burks and the Material Collective for their amazing Kanto Symphonies and Johto Legends, which we use all the time, because we love it. Uh, of course, the creators of Pokemon, uh, Satoshi Tajiri and Junishi Masuda. We'd like to quickly say we have no affiliation with Game Freak, Nintendo or the Pokemon Company. We are not-for-profit and fan-made. If you want to get in touch with us, please don't hesitate to email us at criticalditto at gmail.com or tweet us at criticalditto. Yeah, I'd like to thank my fellow players, uh, the fantastic uh, Stuart Clark, David Leavesley, and of course, Thomas Dale. So just to sign off by finishing with correcting Tom's grammatical error, uh, but stealing his idea in the first place by saying, go catch them all. And by them, I mean your dreams. Seriously, that's been griping me for weeks. You've been served now, I'll see you down in court. <laughs> Does this now mean we live in a Pokemon world where Disney is the only human artifact that has crossed over? <laughs> the only <I> one. <laughs> I don't know.